how do you define yourself as a child or a sibling? Perhaps a parent, a hard worker, a joker, a sweetie, a listener? This week we're reviewing perhaps the most inspiring theatrical performance of all time that will challenge those definitions. This week, in and of itself. How Star Wars is it? Well, hello there, Mike. Hi, Josiah. I and mean, what is this? It's it's our podcast. Our I show. Think. <laughs> hey, welcome. It's our How Star Wars Is It, everybody. Uh, welcome to the show. This is the only podcast. Um, and we rate and review things uh, on a scale of 1 to 10 of how Star Wars they are. That's right. We we take everything Star Wars. We're talking about the movies, of uh-huh. course. But there's all sorts of uh, Star Wars things. There's Star Wars toys. Yes. There's books. There's comics. Mm-hmm. There's video games. Mm-hmm. Any of that stuff. If it's got Star Wars in the name... We're taking all of it. We're throwing it all into a big pot. Mm. We're putting that pot on the burner, and we're making some Star Wars chili. And that chili is a 10 out of 10, and that's what we compare things to. It's simple. It's easy. It's very simple. It's fun. And this week, we have a guest, a returning guest. I want to say this is her third time on the show, yeah. plus, of course, a guest review on the 100th episode, so technically her fourth appearance. Mm-hmm. Wow. It is um, <laughs> not only... A, a reviewer of Veggie Tales, which is still to date one of our most popular episodes, but also my sister, Allie Gospel. Allie Hello. Gospel. Guys, I'm putting on my tinted glasses because my <laughs> screen is hurting my eyes, so don't make fun of me, Allie. <laughs> Um, I, those are Allie's. Hello, hello. I know. I was like, you look like Bono. <laughs> I I look like anyone who any celebrity who wears tinted glasses. Once I put these on, also Allie, those are your two most important credits. You Veggie Tales yes. episode and Mike's sister. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nothing. Nothing else of note. No, nothing By the else way, if you happen to be a new listener because we weirdly have a viral TikTok now, yeah. welcome. Yeah. Um, and now here's another thing I'll say is. Today's episode is on a stage show that was filmed and then put on to Hulu yes. very recently. It's a m- by a magician called Derek Delgadio, and the mm-hmm. show itself is called In and of Itself. Now, if you weren't one of the lucky few to see one of the 500-odd performances of it live, or you have not yet seen it on Hulu, I would say, like, truly... Like more so than anything else we've ever done before, stop listening to yeah. this podcast and go watch it on Hulu. If you don't have Hulu, get the free trial just to watch this. Yeah, I'm gonna put spoilers in the te- in the episode title like I do sometimes because I don't want people to come into this having any preconceived or come into watching it with it with any preconceived notions. Yeah. So just just to reiterate, I know we told you on the 100th episode like. Hey, if you're not interested in a two and a half hour long podcast, maybe stop listening. But that was like cute and fun. Don't listen to this if you haven't seen in and of itself. No, we are not being cute or fun. And we won't be cute or fun for the rest of the show. We're going to be very serious. And we're going to be mean. Uh, (laughs) So, okay, we're doing in and of itself. And so Mike told me to watch this. Well, this is your last chance to stop listening if you haven't seen it yet. Yeah, because please stop listening. Because <laughs> Mike and Allie, you two saw it live. Sure right. did. 
which I am so jealous to of give you. A little bit of context. I am a huge Muppet super fan. So I follow Frank Oz on all platforms, which I think is just Twitter, now that I think about it. And, and his he... and his OnlyFans. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he directed in and of itself the stage and the, the filmed versions. And he was promoting it. And I kind of fell into this rabbit hole of reading people's tweets about it. And I was like, yeah. what is this show? But I also knew, like, everyone was like, don't spoil it for yourself. Like, don't try not to read it much. And this was a couple years ago. And and I was like, well, I guess I'm not going to see this show because it was about to end. Mm-hmm. And then it got extended. And I was like, this yeah, is... Yeah, for like a number of months, right? Yeah. And I was like, like six months or something. Oh my God, it got extended. I have to see this show. And I remember I was sitting in the food court of the Merchandise Mart and I texted Mike and I was like, this is going to sound crazy, but this show that I kind of don't know anything about, but I just know that it's insanely good and really powerful is closing soon. We got to go. Like, will you go to New York with me? I want to see this show. And he was like, yeah. well, I'll be in New York anyway on your birthday. Do you want to go for your birthday? And I was like, yes. I do. So we went to New York because Mike was doing a performance there. I'm remembering so much of this that I totally fucking forgot. Because just to jump in before we get to that part. Yeah. I had heard Derek Delgadio on You Made It Weird. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this guy sounds like a fucking genius. And then totally forgot about it after a while. And then when you brought up the show, I was like, wait, I know about this show. And I've also heard basically, don't learn anything about it, just go see it. And I also just never thought I would. Yeah. Was this this like 2018 or 2017, whenever it was on, when it was running? Or what what, what year was that? Yeah, it was when it was running. It was Um, when it was was... off-Broadway, it at Union Square. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. it was August of whatever that year, I suppose. It's when it right. It's when I when August. I went with Ethan and Dave to do the cabaret at Fifty Four Below, right? Mm-hmm. So it was like yeah. August twenty eighteen, and so my my birthday is August third. So we were going to the evening show. It was a sad, uh, Friday or Saturday. So we took the day off work. We were going to do like a three-day New York trip. We are going to say in and right. of itself, Mike was going to do his show. We were going to fly back. Holy shit, that's right. So what? Friday, though, we get to the airport. We were supposed to do like a full day in New York, ending with in and of itself. We get to um, Midway. We get trapped in Midway for eight hours. No. Yeah, for whatever reason, flights weren't leaving, or at least the one, our flight wasn't. And it, it I was, like, panicking, because I was yeah. like, the only reason I'm going is for this show, and it's tonight, and I'm going to miss it. And the it. show was that night, yeah. right. Yeah, and... We were like, okay, we'll have just enough time to go to the Airbnb in Queens, put our stuff down, get to Manhattan, and then realize, like, we don't have enough time to do anything except wait around for the show. Yeah. You know, like, we... Classic. We already only had just enough time. Yeah. So I start calling all these different phone numbers, trying to, like tell somebody my story and it kept being like those automated robots and I was like but they won't care about my situation (laughs) and so I finally get a hold of a lady robots don't care (laughs) I'll say it I this I had like no shame I like I said to the woman I was like please the only reason I'm going to New York is for this show and (laughs) it's my little bottle and it's my birthday and she was like okay okay she was like can you do the matinee tomorrow and i was like yes 
So we get to New York, we get to go to the show. It uh it was everything I could have ever wanted from a show. So like I had a full blown meltdown the day before. <laughs> remembering we, we went through such waves at Midway just waiting for the plane of like mostly despair, but you know when you're just like yeah. not doing anything. The other thing was they just kept like blue balling us mm. leading up to the flight of like okay it's probably just gonna be another 15 minutes and then like at one point we almost did, did we get onto the plane uh-huh we got on the plane we and got we on the off. plane and we were like guys we can't lift off and then we all had to get off we almost got on a second time for it to do that um and then, uh, but the, the thing I remember so vividly is, I don't know if we saw the person do it or if we just saw the aftermath of it, but the person who... We saw this you know, happen. You know the, the, like, the single pizza slice box, the, like, cardboard clamshell box that's, like, triangle shaped? Yeah. We saw someone try to get it into a trash can, one of the ones that's, like, however wide, but, like, the actual cover is quite a bit set and in, so the circle. hole is It is smaller. a circle. And they... They just, like, couldn't get the triangle into the circle. <laughs> and, and, like, you know, it doesn't have pizza in it. You could collapse the carpet. There's obviously, I mean, there's a thousand ways you could have put that piece into that other thing. I, but it was, like, literally, like, watching a baby with one of those, like, toys yeah. with the pegs try to get the round one into the square hole. It was laughable. And she gave up. She put it on top of the trash can and walked away. That's right. She just like set it on the top. I love that you guys remember that because that's like only the thing you'd rec- you'd recognize if you had been waiting for hours and were oh, like getting a little were- slap happy. Just looking for any reason to like enjoy our day because so, otherwise we spent it at the fucking terminal. <laughs> so to so they saw it live. I'm jealous. Uh, you can see it on Hulu, and we'll we'll talk we'll talk more about the show. Yeah, itself. hey, listeners, are you still listening? Even though we told you not to, if you haven't seen yes. it, because so far we bullshitted around enough for you to go li- yeah. watch the fucking thing. <laughs> so far, there's still not really spoilers. So I'm gonna attempt to do an explanation, kind of overview of the. Of the show, it's it's there is a right. version on Hulu that is like like Ali said, directed by Frank Oz, also produced by Stephen Colbert, which is cool. Mm-hmm. That's and funny too because uh, uh, Neil Patrick Harris, executive, produced the stage show, makes sense. and I didn't see his name in there. Love so. magic. I wonder if he, yeah, but so you can watch it on Hulu. It is a an amalgamation, it seems. Of yeah, I was gonna say, is it a magic show? Well, it's yeah. great because it can't be defined. He created a yes. show that can't be defined. Yes, and so the show itself is sort of a, uh, presumably it's from a bunch of different performances because you have a lot of different audience members, right. audience mm-hmm. reactions. There is a lot of audience participation uh, to an extent. Um, it, 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 he, he himself, Derek Delgadio, is an illusionist magician. You know, he consulted on the prestige. Mm-hmm. He has had a crazy life, uh, presumably. Which is funny, too, because the prestige, like the whole movie is them like calling their shot only for them to do exactly what they told you they were going to do, and you're still Just amazed. Whap. And that's, like, what he keeps doing in this show, yeah. too. Like, he tell he talks about that he's basically second to none with, like, sleight of hand with cards, and he tells you what he's doing the whole time, and yet you're still like, what the hell the fuck is he doing? <laughs> yeah, so there's, so there, he tells a, uh, one thing I saw this referenced as is a, is a lyrical poem, uh, which is mm. sort of true. In a way, because it's like a one-man show. Like, my, my girlfriend, Charlie, and I watched it, and we both cried. And she kept calling it a play. And I was like, mm. it's it's not it, – it's 
it's kind it's not really a play it is kind of but if you wrote a script for this no one else could do it like it's not right, you know yeah, it's, it's contingent upon the guy being a master technician at magic so but essentially it's not like Siegfried and Roy no. magic in Las Vegas that you're picturing when you think of magic show so essentially he tells a long story about a uh, Russian roulette player that was very successful and there's essentially six chambers on the stage and there's sort of like six six sections of the show kind of right. uh, in which he addresses the things in the chambers and he sort of is telling his life story and struggling with how do you define yourself who am i uh who are you and a really cool thing uh they do is when you walk in uh as the audience there is a wall of uh, uh sort of your ticket is like a a little placard that says i am fill in the blank, whatever. It's like, I am a dreamer. I am an architect. I am whatever. And so you, you pick one that fits you or you pick one that you think is fun or whatever. And there's only one of each of those identities. Yeah. And there's probably what, like 300 yeah, of them or maybe even more. Yeah. And so then you, you give wall. you give the usher that as you walk in. That's your ticket. They break it off. You keep your piece, et cetera. You keep the I am and then you yeah. they take the, I think ours were comedian and puppeteer. Mm-hmm. Guys, I'm okay. So, so all this to say, there's a lot of stuff that goes on in this show. There is some really impressive sleight of hand. He essentially talks about how he learned to count cards, and then he's doing so like rig card games. Yeah, like to like deal cards in high stakes in high stakes poker games or whatever games in which there's real money at hand. And he learned how to count cards and deal them phonally so well that he would not get caught. To do that. He tweeted one time in the last year something to the effect of, um, I made a living cheating at cards for years. Democrats keep losing because they think they're playing a fair game. Yes, it's true. <laughs> like, he was basically linking his career of like, yeah. you're going to keep losing because you think I'm dealing the cards straight. <laughs> but so he, sh like Mike said, he sh tells you what he's doing. He shows you what he's doing when he's counting the cards and it's still insanely impressive the sort of the sort of prestige of the show like the kind of big trick at the end which sort of combines everything that he's done is he asks you know because the whole show is talking about identity uh like who are you who am i can other people define us how do you define yourself and at the end he says like okay if you if you uh feel like you are the thing that you picked like your little i am go ahead and stand up like, that's how you truthfully want people to see you. Or how and, you see yourself. Yes. Yes, or how you see yourself. And so people stand up, and then he goes through the entire crowd to everyone who stands up and tells them exactly what they picked. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing. And something that Charlie said is, like, he has a whole show about how he feels like he that, that no one knows who he is, that people can't figure out who he is. And then he makes people feel seen at the very end. And so, like, mm -hmm. that's the bigger magic trick is that I know you. I, I see you. I know your identity. And he gets a, he gets every single one right. And you guys were actually there. Including Tim Gunn. Including <laughs> that Tim was Gunn. so good. And Bill Gates. Um, That's right. And Bill Gates. So you guys were actually there. So you, I asked Mike, and apparently you both didn't stand up. So please tell right. me what happened at the end and how you felt and everything. I mean, it's exactly what you just described. Like, even even when we weren't standing and he was, like, up in our level and, like, you're just looking him right in the eye, even, even though it's the person next to you that he's, you know, identifying, it's, like, intense. Yeah. In fact, Caitlin and I were talking about it and she was like, I think if I were standing up and he looked at me and he said the wrong thing, I would still probably sit down because it's, like, so fucking intense yeah. for him to just, like, look you right in the eye and, like, say something Oh, at but you, you, you know, know he's never gotten one wrong. I, I know. Like, yeah. that's the thing. He shows us the card tricks early on that, like, 
he makes the the joke of like he deals all spades and but they're not in the right order and then of course he makes them all in the right order and then you see all the other three stacks he did were the other suits also all in order so we know he can put every card in the exact order he wants in a deck without even like know... looking he was just yes. shuffling he was just yes. standing there so... shuffling and talking and meanwhile he's doing that yeah so like it it stands to reason that he can also use that skill with an audience. He knows yeah. where every person is sitting and what card they picked. Whether or not they stand up, he knows what card they're holding. But here's the thing. You can fi- I don't know how he did either, but you can practice with a deck of 52 cards that are never going to be different. Yeah. For every day for your entire life, which he basically tells us he did. But like how like even though he knows what all the cards say before they're picked how does he then know which ones are picked yeah and then who picked them and then he commits them all to memory all in the like one minute before the show yeah, starts the thing that i don't <laughs> think the show the the filmed version of it conveys well enough is that we didn't walk in in any specific order we right. didn't no. so like and you chose your seat. First, first through the door, and then spent the entire time on that wall, and then been the last person sitting. Well, and one right. of the things, one of the things that Charlie said was like, "Oh, maybe like the name on your seat is where you sit." And I was like, "I don't think so," because you guys, no. you guys had seats, but you sat we, next to each we other. We had agency when we chose right. our seats, and so they right. couldn't have known that the, he couldn't <laughs> that have known woman that the, who had to reschedule our matinee performance yeah. gave us those seats. And they, and right. he couldn't have known that the comedian was sitting next to the puppeteer that night, right? right. Like there was no right. way. You know, it's, so c- it's, continue, Ali. Sorry. It is something that I think about. I, it's funny. I, when I told my boyfriend I was going to record a podcast about this, he's like, do you want to watch it? Because I had him watch it with me. Yeah. But this was back in like November when it came out with the New York City Documentary Festival. Yeah, I did like oh, a week. Gotcha. I, I paid to watch it because I couldn't wait till, yes. <laughs> till January. And he was like, do you want to watch it again to like get refreshed? And I was like, I don't think you understand just how much I think about this show. Like, every yeah. day. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. It's all living also, rent-free in my brain. Also, like, like, I have a photo of me and Mike holding the brick up on my wall. I have yes. my IM above my TV. I I made a framed... Yeah, do, you, do you have that? Or you, it's hung. You my framed shadow it, box. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, it's still... I have to finish the last few pieces. I made a framed shadow box reproduction of the stage. Like, I have a problem Amazing. when it no. comes yeah, to this really show. Cool. Well, and um, also, I think, like, this show, it, it hits you emotionally in such a big way that if someone was like, oh, do you want to rewatch it? I'd be like, I need to be in the right headspace. Yeah, you know? I, I told him because he was, like, saying we could watch it in the afternoon, and I was like, I, I can't... I was like, this is going to sound silly, but I can't sit and watch this like I'm watching like no. the good place. The like office. I need no. to be it needs to be night. It needs to be yeah. dark. You need to turn off your phones and I have this reverence for this show that like I would be so annoyed if people were coming in and out of the apartment like I So you mentioned the the brick alley and I want to talk a little more about some of the cool stuff he does in the show. Like there there are several things. Okay, I think the three well, okay. Well, we're the brick. There's a golden brick on the stage and then he asks someone in the audience to give him basically cross streets in New York. And then after the show, the brick is at those cross streets. So here's the thing I'll say about that in the like lobby, as you're waiting to get into the show, there's only a couple of things. There's like a step and repeat. You can take your picture in front of, and then there's like a, um, a map of Manhattan with all these like actual physical pins, like, you know, sewing pins with little red balls on the end or yellow balls on the end. 
that are where all the different bricks have been and mm. they're all on cross streets and like I either knew about that beforehand or at least had a sense based on that map of like where has the brick been is what it said or mm. something like that that we were like okay it would seem as though there's some kind of scavenger hunt associated with this yeah because we got lucky ours was placed it was walking distance walking distance we only had to walk like five or six blocks but some of them ended up in like harlem and, and yeah. this right. was in union square so like i still would have gone to harlem to find it he, <laughs> right he kind totally. of and like that one is an, it's impressive because you make first off he disappears a brick uh, underneath the house of cards yeah, it's the disappearing and of the brick that's like what? Th- that's incredibly impressive and then the uh, so he kind of primes the audience for the cross streets because it's like give me a street that we would recognize right so it's not going to be an incredibly off the you know, it's not going to be in hoboken yeah, it's going to be in manhattan <laughs> the, the thing that's really impressive this is something that charlie brought up is the fact that the brick is still there every time when people get to see it like right. people post pictures of it and it's like oh yeah no one moved it because well, at least most of the time because yeah. it doesn't mean anything to them that's what he says in the show he's like this brick means right. something to you guys because i told you about it but it's going to be on the street corner and most it's no one's going to care about it so one of my favorite pieces of the show and this has to do with the brick but is the Mr. or Miss Tomorrow, yes. which is the person who leaves about midway through the show, takes a book, writes their version of what they think the ending of that show might be. They recap right. up to that point, and then they make their own ending. And then they get to come back the next night, they bring the book, and they get to read their ending. And it's so beautiful. I saw that somebody did that for Hulu. So like, oh my God, what an idea. Yeah. Like they stopped it. They did their oh. own. Oh yeah, I saw that too. That's really did you cool. Send me I sent it to you, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they did their They're own. They're like, hey, I did the thing too. I paused. <laughs> I and Derek, Derek retweeted it and was like, this is great. Um, but our show, Mr. Miss, I don't remember, tomorrow. Yesterday. Mr. Yeah, oh, yesterday. Mr. Yeah, but Mr. Yeah, yesterday. Came back with the book and the brick. <gasps> he brought the brick back and was like, do you want your brick back? And he was like, I have never had it returned to me. <laughs> <laughs> and his his entry, if I remember, was he was a magician. There were uh-huh. a handful of people at the show that night or that afternoon who were magicians, who were like, you know, fucking fans. He was like kind of weird and awkward. They, they got really good ones on film. Yeah. Um, he was like his, his entry. And I mean, this is sort of the point is that it's always going to be a different entry, but it is always going to be reflective of the show and part of the show. Um, his thing was like talking all about his dad who, Mm. who, you know, he basically said, I never really had a dad. Derek's dad, not the guy's dad. Right. Yeah. Derek's dad. And then that like his dad would be there at the end of the show. Mm, interesting. Like something like that. I can't and remember everything I about it, but believed it was weird. It. I was like, well, this is going to happen. There it is. <laughs> well, and, and so Derek, the- like watching him read it was like. Interesting. Interesting. You know, like yeah. I, I, when, when something is just totally off. Yeah. The the map. He has no choice but to sort of be like, mm, "Thank you yeah, for thank your you for writings." <laughs> and I think the other big trick, which is like the thing, is all these tricks, quote unquote, are like incredibly emotional yes. reveals. And I think the last they're like seeded with theatricality, yeah. and they aren't just like, "I'm gonna saw a lady in hell." Yeah. The other one, the other one that I that was so effective is that he has a box of letters, and he sorts through them and picks some that are apparently at random. And then he has an uh, audience volunteer come up, and he they pick a letter 
uh, out of the ones that he has apparently picked at random. And then when they open the letter, it is actually a letter addressed to them. To that person from, from like, their dad or their from friend. From whoever it says it's or... on the back. Because, like, if it says, oh, it's to sister, then it's from your sister. If it says right. to saw... son, it's from your mom or dad. We saw a woman. Um, I for... her, her card was, I forget. But yeah, I was going to say, I don't remember ours. I think her card was mother. And sure. she got a letter from her sister. And the whole point is, like, you see her as she defined herself. But now we're going to see her transform into something else. And she just started sobbing. And I started crying. And yeah. it was the most insane thing. It's, it's so funny. I, when I think about this show, and, and when I talk about it recently with, with my boyfriend, he was like, I want to go back and watch those card tricks. He's like, they were so great. It was so cool. And I was like, what about the rest of it? He's like, I don't understand. Yeah. Like that, That's the one that I'm also like, okay, my brain can reckon with the idea of practicing a card trick over and over. Exactly. Or even to some degree, the identity thing, because I can think, okay, he knows the ones that were chosen because he knows the ones that are still on the wall. Right. I, I can't explain how his computer brain does all the math, but like the letter thing, I can't I, I can't wrap my head around. So, so something that Mike said, uh, like when we were texting about it, is that like pretty much everything he does is explainable, in quotes. If you just with the end result being like the dude's a fucking genius. Yeah, you're like he has a computer or for a brain. A sorcerer. Yeah, you're like uh-huh. he has a computer for a brain. He can count cards, so he can count people. Like he can he can do it. He can memorize things very quickly in a short amount of time. I think the way that he did because because I said audience volunteer earlier and that wasn't entirely accurate because what he does is he picks one of the I am cards and he that's says true where and is we know he can pick a, a stack of seventeen yes. cards and be like that's seventeen so he knows exactly where the person is. My theory is that they pick a few people per show to reach out to the uh, loved ones of them and have those letters. And then he Here's they have the, the person's information from buying a ticket online yes, or whatever. Yes. And so then, wait, Allie, let me finish. And then, okay. you debunk, <laughs> then you debunk me, okay? Hey, wait, make this a TikTok because our, our niche is theories. <laughs> <laughs> My phone's over there. I don't, I don't want to spoil in and of itself. Um, That's true. But so I, I think they get a couple of like one or two, like, you know, maybe two just in case one of them's not there. They, they get a letter from that person. And he, because he is a magician, an illusionist, you think you are picking the letter, but he is really – you. he is controlling Forcing, what letter you pick. Yes. Because that's that's essentially one of the things in Matt is you're priming them to pick what the thing that you want them right. to pick. Like, so it makes like it mentalism. Look, yeah, are so you ready for look, me to debunk? Yes, wait, wait, wait. So it looks, <gasps> it, it looks like it's random, but then he gives it to you, and then it's the letter for the, for the person that they specifically picked. Debunk it, Allie. By the way, this is the um, How Star Wars Is It patented debunk corner debunk with Allie Gospel. <laughs> Thank you. This is the debunk corner starring me. And here, here's and hang the on, thing. Let's though. hold for the theme music. Debunk. 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 It's in my head. <laughs> Sorry, that was lump. Okay, and get that clean and then put music under it. Great. I, if I had more time, I absolutely would. <laughs> Um, so here's the thing, though. He's... And I'm sorry, we're all out of time. Yeah, <laughs> oh, my no, God, no. No, 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 please, please. He's not saying, Lisa McElhaney, come on down. He's saying, can the brother come up here? He no, does Allie. not know what that person took as their word. Yes, but he no, does no. because Allie, he knows. He does, because at the end, he tells everyone what their word is. So I think because he knows every, he knows the audience. And he, and he knows Lisa McElhaney is brother. Yeah. <laughs> 
He knows at the, at the end, we learn, at the end of the show, we learn that he has memorized every single person in the audience's I am. And so because of that, he knows the two people that they picked that night. He knows what their I am is. He's able to go to the deck, pick up the exact right one, say, I need the brother. And then Lisa McElhaney comes down. <laughs> and, then she, and, then, and then she gets to read a she, letter that makes her cry. She had seen the show before, and she was like, I'm going to really fool this motherfucker yeah. and pick brother. <laughs> yeah, but they got I'm him. I'm so sorry to anyone Lisa McElhaney out there. I just invented that name. And I mean, hey, if there's any Lisa McElhaney's who do identify as brothers, yeah. who are we to say that that's yeah. right? It is, it is funny, though. It is funny. And also, uh, I did just debunk Allie's debunking, so I would like... Debunk! 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 So welcome to my debunk corner. Uh, oh, hang on. How do we get out of this? You know what we have here is we, we have a real set of debunk beds. And you know, and I think I've got the top <laughs> one right now. And Allie's got the bottom one because I just debunked her. We'll be right back. <laughs> um... I mean, so you guys saw it live. Are there any other like stray thought? We have we literally haven't talked about Star Wars once. No, at yeah, all. I know. I mean, so here, really quick, Frank Oz. Okay, so that's the Star Wars connection. Yoda. Um, here's here's the thing that I was. So this is really good timing because I I um, on on my work um, Slack we have a channel that's just called Inspiration. Sure. And usually when people are typing, it's to like it, cat it's, posters. It's like hang in there, you know. Well, they're they're sort of annoying regardless, even though they are a little more substantive than cat posters because like usually it's like okay but I'm trying to work right. but we watched that and I was like hey this feels like the place to share this with people because like these are creative folks so I said like hey this seems like the right channel to share this um, probably the most inspired I've ever been in my whole life was this show in New York and it's on Hulu now you should check it out that was like a week or two ago um, my good friend at work watched it this past weekend. And, you know, as of this recording, it's, it's a Monday. So, uh, she had just watched it. We just started chatting about it today, like in the first, you know, hour of work or whatever. And she said, um, that she loved it first of all. And all the stuff that we have said, like, she was like, Oh my God, my brother and I were crying. Um, she and I were talking about the brick. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just, I guess the reason I told that whole story is it was fortuitous that it was the day that we were recording this podcast that I already was thinking about it again. We talked about the brick. The The point he makes when he tells the story about his mom and the brick being thrown through their window, and now none of you are going to be able to see this brick as just a brick anymore. It's It's also this really sad story. Then, though, when he disappears it, the idea is like, okay, but now you don't have to think about it. Mm-hmm. But then when we find out it's elsewhere in the city and you can go find it, it's it now not only has the meaning that he already imbued upon it, but it now has this other more fun, almost like commercial, not commercial, but like... um. Uh, like sort of gift shoppy meaning yeah. of like, okay, I went and saw the show. Now I want to go get my souvenir kind it's, of it's thing. It's marketing. Yeah. It, yeah, it is. It is to a degree marketing, but it's also even just like an extension of the show. How many shows have you been to that afterwards there was something else to go do? Yeah. Like none. Like if you went and, to see. And so it yeah. was like, it was no longer necessarily about like the hate toward his mother from like people of the town it was like about the show we just saw yeah yeah and and like it's funny because it doesn't take away the story he already told but it does like turn that story of hate into like uh an adventure like a, a little a little piece of joy to find after the show and it was just like it of course we knew it was going to be there in mm-hmm. fact of all the tricks it's the one that's the most easily explainable either the like the 
the person who sat us that night like left as soon as the streets were named and drove to that location or got in a cab and placed it there or they had like a team of PAs all around the city and mm-hmm. the one closest to it was the one dispatched to that corner yeah. you know like that part is like somewhat explainable but the fact that it was there was like yeah yes! <laughs> I think the so, so before we go to the break a couple of things and and this will unfortunately relate it to Star Wars because I think we're having a lot of fun talking about the actual show but um with the brick and with everything else, the, 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 I think one of the one of the themes, if not like the theme of the show, is that everything is more than one thing. Every mm-hmm. everyone is more than one thing, and so like the I brick. I will say that's why I didn't stand at the end because mm. you were like, like I'm, when I he am. He said yeah. like, is this the thing that you are? And I was like, well, of course not, because I picked comedian, and yeah. the only. The only people I want to think I'm a comedian are non-comedians. But yes. if I said I was a comedian in front of other improv people, they'd be like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> and so the brick the brick is that because it's a symbol of a sad story, but then it becomes the scavenger hunt. And the counting cards, it starts out as one thing, but then it ends up being something else because he's teaching you how he, how he does it because he's going to do it later. And then when he when he names each and every person, it's like, oh, this is who you are, but also you're more than that. And also I'm telling you who you are, but no one's telling me who I am. And mm-hmm. how do I know who I am? And the whole thing is saying that no one is just one thing. We are all more than one thing. We are not defined by what people say we are. We're not even defined necessarily by what, by what we say about ourselves because we're all more than one thing, which is absolutely not Star Wars because everything in Star Wars is very binary, <laughs> one thing. It is good right. or it's bad. You can only be good and not bad or bad and not good. Or Yeah, you can only be a bounty hunter uh, or you can be <laughs> like yeah. a Jedi. Like the, the, the like cards at the, at the end of itself <laughs> in, in like on Coruscant or whatever, there's like 30 bounty hunters and yeah. like 10 Jedi and then like nine. 900 clone troopers. Yeah, there, there's only five choices, and it's yeah. those three, and like, I oh, don't know, funny. Senator? Like, that's it. Yeah. That's actually why I appreciate Scoundrel? Kylo Ren as a character, because I feel like he's one of the few ever to do something that's like, yeah. which I have this whole thing about what I wanted Ray to do in the last movie, which was to just turn to the dark side, because I thought that'd be really a fun way yeah. to see things, but seeing him make that change instead was well, still... Uh, the first I feel like I've ever seen besides Darth Vader. I was I was talking about this too, Allie, because because we were talking. Charlie and I were talking about the end of Cobra Kai, which is also interesting, Star Wars related. But like, if and this goes into the Rise of Skywalker and how it sort of was failed and was not did not deliver on his promises. But I wanted something so too, where we finally because Luke had learned the lesson of the Jedi aren't the only truth like that there is more out there than that and if we had gotten the force doesn't belong to the Jedi can't yes. you see that and if we had to gotten, think anything else is vanity we, we, we could have gotten something where Rey and Kylo both realize that and then are like oh the first order is bad but also the Jedi by themselves are bad let's create something new where there is there is room for nuance and instead we got just another like there's good and there's bad and that's it. And there's no yeah. there is no room for the nuance that was set up in the last Jedi. And, and and the nuance that is in this show in in and of itself is all about nuance. And Fully nuance. It's a shame that more like I think the 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 idea that people can be more than one thing is something that is very rarely portrayed in media and like yeah. especially when you're like talking about I mean like in Hamilton like 
the it, it gets flack for not showing the founding fathers as being more complex than they were right. for as good of a show as it is it's like well all these people were, were more than one thing and like if you leave this putting them on a pedestal then like it, that might be the show's fault to an extent but also like your own fault in a way because you need to realize that they're not just that thing they're other they're they're bad and they're good you know and probably mostly bad in my opinion but still <laughs> yeah no i i'm into that idea that it, it's it's about as far from star wars as possible because star wars not only does characters in the sort of like film and theater sense of you know like commedia dell'arte yeah. that's very clearly like the clown or the whatever like Star Wars is probably even more caricature-y than most things, and this is the exact opposite. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, of course, it's also a stage presentation, and that's not very Star Wars. We know that the chili is multifaceted, but very rarely is there a Star Wars thing that's on stage. <laughs> yeah, there's not a whole lot of Star Wars theater, fortunately, um, probably. <laughs> um, should we go to the Sarlacc pit real quick? Yeah. Allie, do you have anything else to add? No. <laughs> then let's go to the pit, baby. Goodbye. We love you, and may the merch be with you. That's right. Hello, Hizmies listeners. It's Josiah. And, and Mike. Mike here in the ad break to talk to you about our merch. We sometimes mention it at the end of the show, but we have merch. We've got several cool designs on our T Public store that you could get on a shirt, a sticker, a mug, whatever you want. Mike, what are some of those designs? Oh, we got Star Wars is Chili, the classic Skyline Chili logo reappropriated to our show. We got just straight up Hasui. We've got the logo for the podcast. There's a lot of designs. And we're always making new ones. They're always cooking in our brains. So go to our social media, Twitter, uh, Instagram. Uh, go to the link in the bios there because that'll take you straight to the How Star Wars is a Store on Public. And it helps support the show. That's right. B Bye, Bye, babies. How Star Wars is it? And we are. Boom. That's like the plural of I yeah. am. Yeah. Uh, and we're brick. I am is right here in this drawer in my desk. It's taped to the inside of the drawer. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Mine is pinned on a bulletin board. My I am is uh, God, is the Hebrew God Yahweh, because that's what that, that's what I am is. What that that's means. right. And my I am is <laughs> but soft. Because <laughs> you got a soft. Because you got a window breaks. Because <laughs> you, you got a soft butt. But that's just my one I am. And yes, well, of course soft. I have a soft butt. I mean, hello. <laughs> yeah, I have a very soft, uh, uh, sensual butt. Charmin Ultra. <laughs> Less I is have more. a soft and sensual butt. <laughs> I have a. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, that's not anything, but like the way you said I it sort of sounded like a, like a like <laughs> a old like young MC style rap. <laughs> it was the night before Christmas and all through the house. <laughs> I have a soft and sensual, sensual butt. <laughs> Santa's little mouth. Okay. Um, Santa's little mouth. <laughs> Um, okay, welcome back to the podcast. This is How Star Wars Is It. We rate and review anything on a scale of 1 to 10 of how Star Wars it is. Um, Why did you reintroduce the show? I don't know. It's funny to me that it's like radio. <laughs> yeah. Did you forget, um, listeners? Here's what we got. <laughs> yeah, did you forget after the ad that we didn't read because we're not getting any ads more ads anymore? anymore? Mm -hmm. um, okay. Okay.
So I have the game this week, and Allie might recognize this. Josiah, you may or may not know of this game show, but there was, it turns out it was actually from the 80s, the heyday of game shows that were flash in the pan and then went away, and then a couple of them got revived in the 2000s by Game Show Network, Chain Reaction. Um, The premise of the game show is uh, there's two words with like five blanks between them, and you try to make two-word phrases, oh. two words at a time, to connect the words. So yeah. um, I couldn't get these to work perfectly with five. The first one has four lines in between it, and the next two have six lines in between it. But like, if your if your paper has lines in it, if you space them out, you know, like the first word I say, and then four lines, and then the next word, sure. or you know, however you want to do it. Just know, I'll, I'll tell you how many like blanks there are, and then um, we'll switch off back and forth. Um, I will, I'll start with Allie since she's the guest and I will ask her if she wants a letter, the, the first letter of the word below the first word or above the last word. Mm. And then she's got a few seconds to guess what that word is. If she gets it, she gets to go again. And if she doesn't, it goes to you, Josiah. Gotcha. And then you also get your choice of a letter under the top or a letter above the bottom. Okay. I'm ready. Uh, does that make sense? Everybody? I, I get it. <laughs> I watched a lot of this show. Also, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I've played. I think there's a Jackbox game that's similar to this. I don't know. Good, good oh. keep going. Well, and we, Allie and I, used to like make these on airplanes. Yeah, we used to play this with each other. <laughs> yeah, that's when we're not one. busy watching a woman try to put a pizza box yeah. in the trash. <laughs> that's adorable <laughs> and very fun. Uh, man, truly, there's all types of people out there. You know, it takes like, it takes all types. You know, if she were to pick her I am, and it was anything other than like bad at trash pizza cans, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> the opposite um, okay. of Oscar the Grouch. Yeah. Um, okay. So the first uh, words we're trying to connect here are card trick. And there are four gaps in between. Oh, so card is card. the first. Trick is the yes. last. Card is the first. Trick is the last. And there's four words in between. Okay. Um, so have you got your papers all set up? I'll do the first letter under card. All right. First letter under card is S. I think I got it. I oh do I get to guess or just Josiah? No, you you get to guess, and then if you don't no, get sorry, it, Josiah I think I have. I think I have all of them. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, hold that, and then if you do, in fact, then you get to run the table. But um, Ellie guesses first. I'm gonna say shark. Uh, the word is not shark. Never mind, okay. I don't have it. Okay, so Josiah, you get either the next letter of that S word or a letter above trick if you so okay, choose. Okay, so I. I I want to just to make sure I understand the concept. I did write down five wo- or four words in between that I think could work. So can I read them and make sure that I ha- no? Never mind. I won't. I'll do it after. I we're have done. my own very specific four. If your four work, that's like really cool. Okay, hold on. Then in that case, <laughs> and I would love to hear it afterwards. Okay. Okay. We'll do it afterwards. Okay. So we have a card. So okay, either a card, a letter under card, or a letter above trick, and the letter under card is S. But it's already, not so you shark. Get the- that's right. So you okay. would get the next letter if you want that. Okay. I would like the letter above t- above trick. All right. It would also be S. Hmm. And do I get to guess what the word is? Yes. Is it shot, like trick shot? It is not shot Or does it have trick. to be in the opposite? It would be trick. in that order. It's in the order, yeah. Okay, so shot that trick. Would be okay, okay. Shot trick. It's not shot. Okay. A possession returns to Allie. Uh, the letter under cart. All right, the next letter in that word is T. So it's S-T. Stock. Card stock is correct. Wow. So you get to go again. Would you like a letter under stock or a letter above trick? I'll do 
A letter under stock. The letter would be I. Stockable. <laughs> I'm sorry, what is it? I just said stockable. You know, like animal. Stockable. Stock immole. I'm sorry, it is not immole. <laughs> you pine? <laughs> you pine? <laughs> Uh, so, okay, possession is to Josiah. There is a word above trick uh, that starts with S okay. or I'll take a letter the, under stock. The second letter above trick. Uh, the word above trick is now S-K. Is it skate trick or skateboard is, trick? Which is your answer? Skateboard trick. It is skateboard <laughs> trick. <laughs> I'm also, I realize I'm not keeping track of uh, who got which words, so I'll do that now too. <laughs> Allie got stock and I got skateboard. Yeah. Um, yes, it is skateboard trick. Okay. So would you like, Josiah, a letter above skateboard or a letter under stock? I'll take the letter above skateboard. That letter is F. Uh, fucking skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> is the answer fucking? <laughs> No. no, I'm sorry, it's not. Damn it. Uh, Allie, would you like the letter under stock or a letter above skateboard? Above skateboard. That next letter would be I, F-I. Mm. Oh. Uh, damn it. Figurine. Is it figurine? Or sorry, is it figurine? <laughs> <laughs> no, it is not figurine. I know it. I know it. I know it. I know Josiah, it. Josiah, would is you it like a letter? It's fingers. <laughs> it's f- <laughs> fingers. Would you like a letter above skateboard or a letter under stock? I would like a letter under stock. <laughs> okay, that letter is what? What do you already have there? Uh, I. I. Okay, it's I N. Okay, the next and one. I think it's finger skateboard. It is finger skateboard. Like tech deck, <laughs> baby. Um. So it's still your board, Josiah. Okay. Would you like... Oh, no, there's only one word left here. So you yeah. have I-N, so you get another letter okay. in that word. Hit me. And it is D. Index. It is index. So that puzzle is solved. Mm. It is card stock, stock index, index finger, finger skateboard, and skateboard trick. Okay, Very so fun. The one that I thought I thought I had. We have it, more, by the way. I, ha- I thought I had it right out the gate. Cause here, here, but I had it, the rules. Oh, yeah. Let's hear your guess. I had the rule slightly wrong because the last one doesn't oh, okay. work. But card, shark, shark, bait, bait, hook, like bait and hook, because that wouldn't work. Ah. And then hook shot and then shot trick for trick shot. So oh, I didn't know sweet. it had to be in order, but I was very pleased. Um, so Josiah leads three to one in yeah. terms of words solved. Normally, normally the guests kick my ass at games, and so I'm really <laughs> glad that I've got a strong lead right now. Okay. <laughs> All right. The next words we are connecting are magic show. And there are six words between magic and show. Wow. Do I get to Josiah, go first because I'm losing? You, I'm sorry? Yeah, Allie should go first since she's losing. Y- yes, okay. Allie, because you are losing, you get to pick first. Would you like a letter under magic or a letter above show? Under magic. That letter would be A. Apple. <laughs> is it magic apple? No, I'm sorry. It is not magic apple. Josiah, a letter under magic or a letter above show? I'll take a letter under magic. That letter is C. Magic. Uh, is it act? It is magic act. Feels a little weird because that's also in a magic show, but okay. I was thinking acorn, so you're. 
<laughs> okay, Josiah, possession is still yours. Would you like a letter under act or a letter above show? I'll take a letter under act. That letter would be N. Is it act now? It is not act now. Fuck! Is it fuck? Uh, <laughs> Allie, would you like a letter under act or a letter above show? Above show, please. That letter would be G. Mm. Um, game show. Is it game show? It is game Yay! show. Would you like a letter above game or a letter under act? Above game, please. That letter would be B. Board game. Is it board game? It is board game. Yay! <laughs> A letter now, above like board. Let's go. A letter above board. A letter above board is S. Um. Gonna need an answer. Skateboard. <laughs> is it skateboard? <laughs> it is not skateboard. Possession switches to Josiah. Okay. Would you like? I'll take a, a letter, letter under. A letter above oh, yeah. board. Above board. After the S is W. Oh. I mean, sword and board is something, but that <laughs> has and in it. So Is it something, though? <laughs> it is. I think in the old times, uh-huh. it's like when you hit someone with your sword and then with your shield, maybe. You're bored. <laughs> yeah. um, Gonna need an answer. Uh, he has a long time. <laughs> okay, uh, uh, sw- swing? Swing. Is it swing board? It is not swing board. Yeah. Allie, would you like a letter under act or a letter above board? Above board, please. It is SW and now an I. <gasps> I was so close. Why is this so hard? Swirly board. Is it swirly board? It is swirly board. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it is not swirly board. Josiah. Uh, I'll take under a- act or above board. I'll take a letter under act. All right. Is this the first one? How many have I given you for that? I have, I have N. just N. Okay. The next letter is A. Okay. I'm going to say it's uh, swim board. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it is not swim board. Damn it. So, <laughs> Allie, would you like a letter under act or a letter above board? Under act. All right. You have N-A, correct? Yes. Oh. The next letter is T. Yeah, act okay. natural. Act natural is correct. So, would you like a letter under natural or a letter above board? Under natural. That letter would be L. Naturally. <laughs> is it naturally? <laughs> it is not. It is not that. I'll, t- I'll take a letter under natural. It is I. Oh. Damn it. <laughs> I got it all! No, no, you don't. It's my turn. <laughs> uh, Gonna need an answer. Na- a natural <laughs> lip. <laughs> As opposed to, like, if you had plastic surgery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah is yeah. it natural lip? No. It is not. All it's... right, Allie, would you like a letter under natural or a letter above board? Neither. I have it. All right, you would like to solve the puzzle. Magic act, act natural, natural light, light switch, switchboard, board game, game show. That is correct. Gosh. 
So now Allie has five word solves. Uh, no, excuse me, six word solves, and Josiah has four. It's anybody's game going into the final round. Wow, I really got d destroyed. And the final round, the words we are connecting are I am. Uh, and there are, again, six spaces in between. Okay. Uh, Josiah, because you got trounced, you get to go <laughs> first. <laughs> I'll take a letter above am. That would be P. Uh, probably am. <laughs> is it probably am? It is not. A letter above am. That would be A. Pan am. Is it Pan Am? It is Pan Am. Fuck. <laughs> I've watched a lot of Catch Me If You Can. <laughs> <laughs> you said that like it was a show. <laughs> I've watched a lot of Catch Me If You Can. You know, the movie multiple times. I've just seen that movie a lot of it's times. Al it's always on when I'm at hotels, and I always watch it then. <laughs> yeah. uh, you get to go again, Wall. Um, un uh, above Pan. <laughs> that would be E. Um, elegant ersatz. Everybody's pan. Is it everybody's pan? <laughs> no, I'm sorry, it is not. Josiah. I'll take a letter under I. A letter under I. This is the first one, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. It is N. <laughs> I know. <laughs> is it I know? It is not I know. My first uh, thought was I knows from SpongeBob. I know. <laughs> uh, Allie, where would you like your letter? Above pan. And I've given you one, right? Yeah, I have E. Okay, the next one is G. Egg pan. Is it egg pan? It is egg pan. Oh my that's, god! That's, that's not, not a thing. thing. So okay, Caitlin said the same thing <laughs> when I play tested this, and I told her that I googled types of pans because there's nothing else before am except for pan, and one of the things that came up was egg pan. <laughs> It's bullshit. Like those little, little ones that are just for frying like a single egg. Yeah, but sure. Yeah, that's just a small frying pan. Yeah. <laughs> it's called an egg pan. Me and Allie and Caitlin are all against you. We're going to sue this, sue you for everything you're worth. <laughs> However, I am winning, so I will take it. Yeah, okay. So would you like a letter above egg or under I? Above egg. G. Golden egg. Is it golden egg? No. Oh, like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, no, I, I got it. <laughs> I'll take another. I'll take a letter under I. And you have N, right? Mm -hmm. The next letter is E. Okay. I'm going to say it's good egg. <laughs> <laughs> You're a real strategist here. It is not good egg, however. Damn it. <laughs> I would like a letter under I. All right. The third letter of that word is V. Well, I never... <laughs> is it I never? It is I never. Well, I've lost this game, but let's continue. <laughs> um, above egg. And what do you have so far? N E. No, N E was for never. We we Jeez. we just have G. G. Okay. Uh, the next letter after G is R. Oh. I didn't realize how long this game would be. <laughs> It's hard. Grocery. No, it is hard for sure. Grocery I, I probably, egg. 
What's that? Grocery egg. Is it grocery egg? <laughs> <laughs> it is not. <laughs> I'll take another. Oh, man, we need eggs. I'll oh, take what a... kind? Chocolate eggs? No, no, no. Just grocery. regular grocery, grocery eggs. <laughs> I'll take another letter above egg. Uh, after G-R is E. Well, this is strange. <laughs> <laughs> now, don't just try to guess one of the middle words. <laughs> is it great egg? It is not great egg. <laughs> All right, above egg. <laughs> so you have G-R-E, correct? Yeah. There's another E. Is it green egg and ham? <laughs> is it green egg? It is green egg. You know uh, the classic book, he wants one green egg. Green yeah, egg I take, and I take umbrage with that as well because th- that is also not a thing. It's only a thing if it's plural. This game is rigged. <laughs> so, okay, so hold on. Sam I Am had... had only a pair, like when you crack open a green egg, two green eggs come out. <laughs> no, he had green eggs and ham. <laughs> it was, yeah, well, he did I mean, not have green egg. I guess we'll so, have to, so, okay, we have so, to go to the tet. We, oh, Mike, this is actually a great point. Because if, <laughs> if you order just one egg and they scramble it for you, you are, you are not eating eggs. Also, nobody's, eggs. nobody says I'm going to eat egg. Yeah. Like but if you, I'm okay, eating if, eggs. But if Could you were frying it, one make the inference that if he were preparing his favorite meal, he's got the ham all sliced, and he's got to fry some green eggs. So first, he would take a single green egg, crack it, fry it. Yes. Okay, but but <laughs> th- how is he preparing it in the book? Because if it is scr- if it is fried, I will say yes. It's I'm eating a up. fried egg. They're very fried. Then fine. They look They're like cartoons of up. eggs. Well, yeah, but that's a fried egg. Oh, yeah. As opposed to scrambled, we're saying, or poached. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. I'll allow it. However, do you think that you could poach a green egg? <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, okay, so we've got uh, Allie's running the board, and it's her possession. Would you like a letter under? Under uh, never. Uh, never? Okay, what do you have so far there? Nothing. Okay, M. Never, never. <laughs> is it never, never? <laughs> it is not. Is it? Josiah. I'll take a letter above green. That letter would be H. Is it never mind? <laughs> it is never mind. <laughs> I don't know if that's cheating to do that, guys. But no, I, liked... I think that's fair. Okay. Sure. I mean, you've done it the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll take a letter. Uh, I'll take the next letter after H. Yes. Okay. So that would be U. Uh, shoot. shoot. Uh, <laughs> mind. I'm gonna need an answer. Mind. Uh, mind. Fuck. A mind. Hu- human. Mine. Human. Human green. Is it mind? Human. Human green. <laughs> it is not. <laughs> Another letter, please. That would be N. Oh. Hunt. Hunter. Hunter. Is it Hunter? It is Hunter. Yay! <laughs> because the Netflix show Mindhunter. So we're talking about I never, never mind. Mindhunter, Hunter Green, Green Egg, Egg Pan, Pan Am. And yes, I did save the worst one for last. <laughs> Allie won 11 to 5. Green Egg, <laughs> Egg Pan. Yeah. Green Egg, Egg Pan. Green Egg, Egg Pan. So that game lasted like... 25 minutes. <laughs> well, I'll edit out all of our pauses. So it'll be oh, nice and crisp. Oh, that's a good crisp, idea. Yeah. 
so if you're hearing this, uh, we edited out many of the pauses. Yeah, oh, yeah, I did not think was, of these quickly. That was Chain Reaction in and of itself edition, and we should probably start making final arguments or coming up with any other Star Wars things that we can. Okay, the only thing I, would, I haven't said already that I was going to say is practical effects. Because oh my god, magic is all about practical effects. Even the Rulatista's like arm coming up, which was very like lo-fi, mm-hmm. was like fucking cool. And of course, like in a Frank Oz directed thing, it would have this really cool animatronic. Like, yeah. yeah, right. Also, you guys, the six like recessed boxes in that backdrop at the end turn are paper, and they fall down. They turn into paper. What? Yeah, I, I said that, and then Charlie was like, Josiah, he went into the audience, and everyone was looking at him while he was in the audience. They probably Mm-mm. just switched it out or something. Like, I mean, yes, that is what he did, but, like, we that's, were, that's a tiny not theater. considering the fact that, like, someone at any moment could have looked at the stage. <laughs> Listen, guys, I, I believe in magic. So let me tell you, okay, real quick, before we start wrapping up, I... Have you guys ever, like, you obviously saw this amazing show. Have you ever known someone personally in your life that is, like, very good at card magic or anything like that? I mean. Well, Papa was really good. Yeah, that's what I was going to say was Papa, but. Our, our grandpa. But, I, I um, mean, like, not Derek Delgatti level. No, no, no. But, like, one time, I, I, but he was good. He could do, like, like forces, and he could do, like, um, he could. He, could, he um, knew the force. the thing where you sort mm-hmm. of bookmark where a card is in the deck with your hand, with mm. your finger, you know, like under the hole. He also had a card trick he would do at like parties that was like you deal every card of a deck in a certain order and it tells a story. Um, and it was really cool and cute. And he taught me a bunch of card shit. Like, I have, some, I had a friend, acquaintance in college who was amazing at, at close up magic with cards. And, he did a trick to me one time that still to this day I'm like I think I think he just knew magic and I think I I think the <laughs> same thing about some of the the internet of itself stuff because I'm just like that might have just been like yeah. sometimes sometimes with illusionists I'm like I feel like the real illusion is that they all actually do know real magic and they're pretending it's not you know like that's the real <laughs> illusion yeah mm-hmm. I think I think about that a lot like when we got out of the show I, I in the you made it weird that Derek does he talks about how like the the actual like sound reaction to magic is silence mm-hmm. and le- when that show ended he looked all of us into our souls people are right. crying the stage turned to paper i was just like we pretty much walked all the way to the brick in like silence we yeah. we yeah, just right. like didn't know what to do and i i think about it a lot like that day and the next day, like, we were just thinking about constantly, like, how did he do it? How did he do it? But then after a while, I, I stopped caring. Yeah. And I stopped trying to, like, put, like, a, okay, he probably memorized this. Like, even the letter thing. I was like, you yeah. know what? No. It's, I was like, I'm just going to know how this made me feel. And I'm yeah. not at all going right, to try to, like. He sort of almost, like, invites that to be the response. Yeah. I like, think that's the correct response yeah. for for the show. I think, like, is not trying to pick it apart. I do know that this one guy named Ben in college did close-up magic to me in a big, when we were in a big group of people hanging out late. <laughs> and he had me pick a card. And I picked the card. And I held it in my little hand. And he said, hold on to that card. I literally have a deck of cards at my desk that I'm constantly like shuffling because uh-huh. I, I like it's a nervous habit. But so I'm holding a card right now. That's why I said that. And I held it in my little hand close to me. 
and he was like, look at it, know what it is. And I looked at it, I knew what it was. And then he was like, all right. And he was like shuffling, blah, blah, blah. And then he was like, is this your card? And he held up my card, and I looked back at my hand, and it was a different card. And I was like, to this day, I'm like, I don't know That's how that happened. Fucked. Yeah, I'm like, you're fucked up, dude. Like, you're, you're, there's something wrong with you. Because That's amazing. I had it in my hand. Yeah. Like it was on my body. I was touching it the whole time. And I looked at it and then put it down and then looked again and it was a different card and he had the one that was in my hand. And wow. so like that shit, I'm like, yeah, I think you just made a deal with the devil or something and you learned how to do real magic and you pretend it's fake. Yeah. And that was and what I, I was getting at earlier with the whole like my boyfriend being like the thing I wanted to revisit more than anything is the cards because that's something my brain can comprehend of like this is something you can practice and it can happen. Like you can deal from the bottom of the deck and you can yeah. deal from the middle of the deck or whatever. And he's like, those other ones were so unbelievably impressive, but like, because I don't even have like a concept of like, what is this? He's like, it's just sorcery. Yeah. And like, yeah. I, I, I like watching. I, he's like, I want to go back and watch the thing that my brain can like track. Cause yeah. he's like, yes. cause that's the only no, part totally. of that show that like, me as a human can like put words to i can't remember where it was that i heard or saw this but they were talking about like the sort of rules of magic as being like you put a curtain over something and then when you lift the curtain it goes away we accept that because we're like he did a trick there versus like if you held a thing out and you didn't cover it and then you just pointed to it and it went away we our brains would be like uh, uh, what? Like you, it's so magical that you couldn't believe it. And he, some of his stuff is so good that it almost becomes that. Like the yeah. letter thing, especially, it was just like, uh, my brain can't even reckon with this. So I can't even like, it you feels... know what I mean? Like I liked the illusion, obviously, or the, or the effect, whatever you want to call that, that letter reading thing. But like, I couldn't even run the simulations yeah. you know like I'm like how is this possible i i love here's a star wars thing that i just thought of mm. that that blow at the end of all those recessed chambers just actually becoming like paper and floating to the ground that is sort of the star wars thing of answering a question we were never asking mm. but mm -hmm. in a cool satisfying way like we were never going i wonder what's going to happen to those chambers yeah <laughs> yeah what's going like, to happen with the set in this show yeah and then all of a sudden he was like and that's different now too and it was like huh? he does he does use every bit of like the animal in his show like there's yes. no mm -hmm. there's no there's he every... makes a real theater experience of it even yeah. the things of like the the stage right light that comes on during the the time between dog and wolf you know like it's a bit acty it's a bit like theatery one man showy but like even that was like oh cool he's doing something interesting with like the stage yeah yeah he uses the set he uses himself he uses the audience. There's no part of that theater that goes untouched by literally, the time it's over. Literally, he uses the tickets, like your ticket to get in is mm -hmm. part of the sh it's It's wild. So I, I would say that's not very Star Wars because Star Wars has a lot of cool stuff that goes unused. Uh -huh, a lot also, of waste. <laughs> also, guys, this is this is this is pointless because this show was such a, a piece of art, and like very very rarely does Star Wars get into art territory. No. Right. And so it's just going to be a really low score. So we should probably Frank wrap Oz. up. <laughs> Frank, Frank Oz. Oz. Frank Oz. So should we should we start giving it a rating? Should we get is about Egg that time? Eggpan. Eggpan. 
Green egg. Green, green egg. egg. Green egg eggplant. Never, ever. Never, ever. <laughs> Stockables. Uh, Stockables. You know, Danimals. Well, you've been doing it the whole game. <laughs> yeah, I like to ask afterwards if it was okay. I was counting cards the whole time, guys. Now, okay, is wait, there wait, sneaking hold on. around? To go, to go back, to go back, there is sneaking around, but I was trying to create a, my own of magic to show, but then oh, I yes. got Magic Johnson and then Johnson and Johnson, and I couldn't get past that. So uh, Johnson and Johnson and then Johnson and, then Johnson, and Johnson. Johnson. That is Johnson and Johnson. Yeah, there is definitely sneaking around. It is a lot of sleight of hand magic and stuff. Uh-huh. There's music. There's um, music. Mark Mothersbaugh did the music. So... We should, it we should. made me cry. It made me uh, have a moment where I changed my career. It um, really affected me in my everyday, so it is not Star Wars. <laughs> okay, okay. I was going to say, are all those also Star Wars? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. profound art, and we're comparing it to Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, and Star Wars it is art, but it's pop art in, in at, its, yes. at its best. Commercial art. So, uh, so let's let's give it a unit of measure, and let's let's try to let's try to wrap up, don't you think? Yes. Um, so I'm going to give it, uh, I'm going to give it, um, um, uh, uh, letters because of my theory from earlier. Oh, Um, like handwritten letters? mm -hmm. Handwritten letters from a loved one. What's your unit of measure? Oh, I will do sand, stand, sand, stand. Sand oh my god, stand. that thing is so that's another thing. It was like a question we weren't even asking, but when he goes to put that little paper boat back, he's like, Oh, and also the thing it was sitting on is fake. It was sand. <laughs> it was sand the whole like, time. The like even the small that was the other thing. When he does that illusion with the sort of like shadow puppet mm-hmm. play, that's the first like idea that there's gonna be like Magic manipulation with his hand at all, you know? Like because mm-hmm. even that first thing isn't even like magic, it was just like a shadow puppet. And I was like it's it's 15, 20 minutes into the show. Yeah. But it, it is magic because like, it starts from being outside the bottle and then ends up well, in. Right, right. But like at, when when he finally started doing that, when we saw it, I was like, okay, he is going to do magic. It's is not he just like a storytelling show. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh my God, it is a storytelling show. And he did and magic. it's magic. And um, that's a sand stand. Yeah, and that's a sand stand. Um, I'm going to do like friggin' um, <laughs> Like little, like like little bullets. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> little little. No, baby. hang on. I'm that's that's bad. That's little not a good cute one. baby bullets. Um, I'm gonna do like like little I am cards. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. I I I think I'm gonna go with because everything we said we have to reach to get this one any points. I'm gonna give it uh two letters from a loved one. Because I uh-huh. think that's how many there are, just in case <laughs> one of the persons doesn't show up. Um, I, based on the fact that we can say that it has like a real influential impact on a lot of people, and Frank Oz, mm. but for all the other things that we've said, I will give it one sand stamp. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's literally the two pieces I was gonna say too. Like it did have an impact on me from like an inspirational point of view, and like Star Wars has. Had that, but in a different way. And then, yeah, Frank Oz. So I think I might also give it a two I am's. One I and one am. Right. And then the one will pull it down a little bit, and that feels about right. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. So it's just under a two aggregate. So uh, do you want us on the internet? Because if you do, you can find us at How Star Wars Is It on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok now. <laughs> yeah. uh, if you have a TikTok, go follow us. I posted a Return of the Jedi theory that, I'm gonna, that we're going to talk about in our February Return of the Jedi episode. And it got like 
it almost has a hundred thousand views, it and it has like exploded. It has like fifteen thousand likes. It's, it's that's it's crazy. so crazy. Yeah, we almost have nine hundred followers on TikTok now, <laughs> which is nuts. So, our our small, much smaller podcast audience, go add to that so that we yeah, can get I mean. more. <laughs> uh, Allie, do you want to leave? Tell the people anything. I know it's quarantine, and that all of our fun stuff is not happening. Yeah, uh, nothing currently active to promote, but once Chicago opens back up, Anarchy, an improvised rock opera, uh-huh. uh, Mortal Enemies, a yes. formerly IO Herald team. Um, yeah, I'm I'm around the city. Come see improv. Yeah, do it. Mike and, got some videos. Uh, I have a YouTube page that there might be a new video by the time you're hearing this, or more likely it's going to still be another couple weeks. But we've talked a lot about Frank Oz, and that is a clue to what my next video is going to be. Okay. Um, I think that's everything, right? So it's about time for Tebby Oh, oh and oh, if, oh. If, uh, if, if when we told you to not listen to this at the beginning – and you decided to just skip ahead to when you thought it might be safe to listen again, that would be now. Yeah. I'll put that in the, in the notes. And also so go tell, ahead and listen. Start listening now. Thanks tell your friends, for not listening. Tell yeah. your friends about the show. Uh, rate and review. Uh, yeah, steal your please. friends' iPhones and make them download the show. And if you steal like the show. Steal your friends' iPhones and email us yeah. at a good podcast at gmail.com. Yes. And then if your friends listen, tell them to keep listening. Everything else is in the show notes. So it's about time for Tubby. Bye bye. I'd say so. So, like we Do you all. You want to join us in the sign off? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know it. You know it. <laughs> so, tubby like we always say. <laughs> join us in the Tubby. So, join, us in the, join us in the Tubby. Bye bye. So, like we always say, we, we love, love you. you. And may the Lord be with you. We love you. Bye bye. <laughs> we love you. Tubby bye bye. So, like we always say, Tubby bye bye and Tubby bye bye. And egg pan. Egg pan. Green egg, egg pan. <laughs>